Yes, I've, I've worked for the Milwaukee County Historical Society since 2014. I was a volunteer and I got the job. I was in the right place at the right time. So what I'm here to talk about is the China, Burma, India slide collection from the Lyle Overweis collection at, our, at the Historical Society. The, the Oberweiss collection is approximately 43,000 plus images, both black and white photographs from his pre-World War II work in the city and then mainly color slides after World War II. Um, the, the China, Burma, India slides uh, make up approximately 600 uh, slides. So this is a sampling of what we have. There's so much more. I could do, I could do a slide presentation just on China just on India, and just on Burma. So this is an image of Lyle Oberweiss from, I think it's 1936. So what we know about him is he was born in 1908 in Batavia, Illinois. He came to Milwaukee sometime in the 20s, attended Marquette University, graduated with an engineering degree in 1931, but never used his engineering degree. He got a job at a place called Millprint in Milwaukee. He ran their shipping department and devoted his free time to taking photographs. And oftentimes, what, what his early work comprised was, you know, images of people when they really didn't know they were being photographed. So he was, um, I think he sold photographs, one of those people that, hey, you're walking down Wisconsin Avenue, or I caught you at the lakefront. Some people are happy with the photos he's taking of them, others clearly are not. And he, he did that before World War II. He was in the uh, Civilian Conservation Corps. He married a Milwaukee public librarian. Her name was Agnes Goodrich. And they had no children. And Agnes was often his muse and collaborator in photographs. And, and many of the images, Lyle Oberweiss is probably most known for his iconic images of Milwaukee in the 50s. That's the book that we published. But he also did. Um, studio work, he put portfolios together for models, and he also did kind of rather avant-garde photography, and, and what a lot of people at the time probably would have considered lewd photography. And it's a credit to librarians that the photographs were all of um, Agnes and her, her librarian uh, workers at, at, at the library. They're not, they're, they're, there's a lot of nude imagery, but I think he was more of an, I, I think he came more from an artistic approach with that um, because it, it describes bodies and you can clearly see that he's trying to capture bodies. Um, but I think a lot of people would raise an eyebrow if they saw the full Oberweiss collection. So he was of course drafted during World War II and he served in the US Army Signal Corps. His unit was unattached. So it, it wasn't really part of Army intelligence. It was, it was more of the a publicity wing. So he would he would uh, take some photographs of actual combat or what would be considered front photographs, but a lot of it is, is images of, of cities, which uh, you'll see. He, uh, he was in the service until uh, 45. In fact, he was, he was one of the people who stayed in the service. I think he was discharged actually in 46, so he was still overseas after the war had officially um, ended. This is a, a commemorative plaque that's at uh, 720 North 3rd Street. The CBE Veterans Association had their first convention here, and this plaque was put up in 1963. That image there is the emblem for the China, Burma, India Theater, and it's replicated there. The organization was, was active and is still active, although a lot of the members now have, are deceased. Uh, but Ober, Lyle Oberweiss was very active in it. He did photographs for all of their 
get-togethers. Yeah, and then throughout, he was active throughout his career. This is a shot from the 1950s. Uh, these, these gentlemen would get together, and, and Lyle was their official uh, photographer. So this is uh, a shot of uh, where he was an actual at the front. The gentleman on the right is uh, Lord Louis Mountbatten, who was the commander-in-chief of the Southeast Asia Theater, which was the CBE. The British had the primary role. Uh, Commonwealth troops were, were used mainly on the ground. Uh, the United States had an interest in maintaining Chiang Kai-shek's government. Um, our effort was more to keep China alive. Actually, what we were doing was keeping Chiang Kai-shek alive. Uh, he used very little of the resources given to him to fight. Um, the Japanese, he mainly used it to fight the communists and eliminate political enemies. Um, the, the U.S. role was more of a logistic and service role, and, and the, the, the Signal Corps that, that Oberweiss was in kind of uh, filled that, that role. Now this is a shot. Uh, there, were, there were a series of supply roads in the, in the, in the theater. Uh, the Japanese captured Burma in 1942, closing the Burma Road, so another one was built from India. Um, uh, uh, it was Lido in the Assam province of India that then snaked through to uh, China. It, just, it stopped short just of China um, in early 45, but by, by the end of the war it had been completed. Um, it was something like 1,080 miles of road, but had it been just a straight line, it would have been 470 miles. So it was a very treacherous road. These are, these are images of a, of, an, of a truck accident. It's not actual combat, but it's, 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 uh, um, it, it, it was just some, some mishap on the road. Um, and, and, and again, it shows the, the U.S. role was you know, heavily engineering and with Chinese soldiers um, doing the actual movement. Uh, this is a shot of an air base that was um, <clears throat> about 20 miles south of a provincial capital known as Kungming, which was a terminus point for the, for the uh, Lido Road. And, and it, it became the Burma Road, Lido Road, Lido Road, and it, it ended up as the Stillwell um, Road in, in honor of uh, General George Stillwell, who was a, uh, the U.S. Uh, uh, general in, in, um, in, in <clears throat> the CBE and a close associate uh, of, of uh, Chiang Kai-shek's. Uh, this is the uh, shot of a <clears throat> hospital ship in Shanghai. This is the Repose. <clears throat> At the time of this photo, it was a fairly new ship. It was commissioned in May of 45, <clears throat> and it basically served as a, uh, a base hospital for occupation forces in, in China uh, until 1947 or 1949. And then it was, it was recommissioned for the Korean conflict and the, Vietnam, the Vietnam conflict. Uh, this is what the, the, the Wang Pu is <clears throat> how uh, Oberweiss um, described a lot of his, his photos. It was anglicized versions of the, of the uh, actual names, but Huang Pu um, is the current river. And it's, it's kind of the, um, it's, it's an industrial artery of Shanghai, much like Milwaukee, uh, the Milwaukee River used to be for the city of Milwaukee, um, ship, you know, uh, Product, uh, products and, 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 <clears throat> and produce coming in to the hinterland and from the hinterland out to the port of Shanghai, which was a very large uh, port. Oops. These are some shots of bomb ruins in Shanghai. 
<clears throat> this is September 45, so the conflict with the Japanese <clears throat> has been over a month, and Shanghai is now reopened. This may have been in the Japanese-controlled, um, uh, well, it was, would have been the Japanese-controlled section after 1941, um, but there had, there had never been any access to Shanghai during the war. It was in firm Japanese hands. Um, and, and it's important to remember that, that the Chinese and the Japanese had been at war since 1937. Um, so there, it would make sense that there are a lot of ruins. Uh, I don't know where either of these locations are. I know the one on the right is uh, what he called Mission <coughs> Ruins, and another um, Mission Ruin uh, right at that point. Um, no, I, I have some here, thank you. I just. Now, this is a very interesting shot. This is the, um, the Shanghai uh, ghetto, the Shanghai Jewish refugee, or what it was officially known as, as the restricted sector for stateless um, refugees. Uh, this, this was um, obviously where um, Jews were interned. The Japanese weren't as um, eager to oppress the Jews as their German allies wanted them to be, but they did collect them in a ghetto. And, and it was an interesting group of, 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 of Jews because it was, it was not only, there were a lot of um, Ashkenazi uh, who came after the Russian um, Civil War ended, um, who were escaping uh, the, the, that. And then starting in 1933, because Shanghai was considered a free port and you needed no visa, um, it was an easy place to get into. And a lot of Germans and then later Austrians after Kristallnacht and, 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 and uh, I'm sorry, after the Austrian invasion and then after Kristallnacht, more, more um, European Jews sought out Shanghai as a home. Um, <clears throat> that was, uh, there were about 18 to 23,000 people in this, in this, uh, this um, ghetto. And it was, it was um, you know, in the, definitely in the, in, before World War II, it was in the Japanese occupied section of, of Shanghai. So these are street scenes, and these are just ones that I've, I've kind of randomly collected. Um, this is uh, what's known as the, the Bun section, the waterfront section of, of, of Shanghai. I, um, I, I guess that areas like this would still be somewhat um, similar. You might be able to pick out a few uh, uh, landmarks. Um, you know, the street traffic obviously has gotten a, a lot heavier, and the, and the river traffic a lot less. But um, that's kind of an epic shot. Oh, Oberweiss uh, used the, this technique in Milwaukee a lot, and, and you, you see him beginning to use his, his um, techniques here. These are just random shots of uh, what he called uh, street stalls. Uh, again, the locations are unspecified, but they're um, more than likely in the area of the waterfront, the boon. Uh, this one is interesting. This is the Russia House, and you can see the Soviet flag there. <clears throat> there were a lot of Russians who were interned um, in, in Shanghai. Russia technically was not at war with Japan until uh, late 1945. The Russians um, came as part of uh, another group like, like, like some of the Jewish population after the unsuccessful uh, result of the Civil War, these were a lot of white Russians, sympathizers with the Tsar, or just simply anti-Bolshevik. Um, so they came primarily from Vladivostok. <clears throat> and also, um, there was a migration from a place called Harbin, uh, 
which is in Mongolia, which was a, had a heavy Russian um, influence. Um, th there was just, uh, there, were, there were simply more opportunities in Shanghai for, for Russians who couldn't afford, because of time and, and, and money, the trip to, um, to Europe or the United States. Now, this is a shot of what I like to call the Costco of Calcutta. It's, it's the Army-Navy store, which was um, de developed by, obviously, two, some retired military officers. And it, it kind of had a membership, and it gave breaks to people um, who, who um, purchased uh, uh, items there. Uh, the, the advantage of his uh, Calcutta photographs is that a lot of them, a lot of the buildings are still standing. And, and this is an image of the building now. I kind of wish I had the other angle so we could see what was where that skyscraper is. But I mean, I think that's the fascinating thing about these photographs as well as his Milwaukee photographs, as you can see something that you know and then you know, see how the landscape has changed around them. This is, an, oops, this is another shot from Calcutta. And I could not find out anything specific about this uh, club other than that it had kind of a catchy name, and I think that's why um, Oberweiss took a picture of it. It's a play on the, one of the Allied slang terms for the Japanese, probably the less derogatory, which was Nip for Nippon. So I think this was just something that caught his eye. I really couldn't find anything about it. And then, and then, and then this one as well. This, he just simply labeled Canada House, and I wasn't able to ascertain what that meant. It certainly wasn't a Canadian embassy because Canada still, I don't, I don't know that it had, it would have had independent um, uh, diplomatic relations with India, which was, you know, clearly not, had not received the level of independence that, that Canada had. But this is just typical Overweiss. He saw something, caught his eye, took a picture of it. And now, there we go. <laughs> really having trouble with this. Okay, so this is, this was, Okay, good, good. This is, this is what is known as government house. And the government house is actually beyond this, this <clears throat> gate. But it was, the, uh, it was the seat of government for the Raj, uh, British India, prior to uh, the, the, the move to New Delhi in, in 1911, um, which then became the, the, the political capital. But this has always been the residence of the, um, the uh, governor general and then later governor of um, uh, West, uh, West Bengal. Um, it's now known as the Raj Bhavan. This is the gate, one of the gateway entrances. You can see there, there's an armed uh, soldier there in the, in the front. And that's kind of what the gate looks like. Well, that's what the gate looks like now. That, that photograph was taken in 2014. Um, and this one, too, just is so overwise. This is what he just um, said, Hindu wedding. Um, I, I know it's Calcutta, but I don't know much else. But it is so reminiscent to me of the photographs he took in Milwaukee, especially of the Italian community with the processions of St. Joseph. I know this is a wedding, and that's more of a religious uh, event in Milwaukee. But, but he was drawn to these types of things and, 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 uh, and, and really relished uh, immersing himself in these events and taking photographs. Uh, this is what's called Whiteway Laidlaw uh, Department Store. 
Um, these, these were, it's kind of interesting, these were department stores that were basically established in the British <coughs> colonies. Juliet can maybe say if they had any in England, but the ones that I saw that were very prominent were all in the, the British colonies, the, the largest one being in Singapore. But this, this one was built in, uh, the, the company was established in Calcutta in 1882, and <clears throat> this is the building um, in 1945, and there it is today. As I mentioned before, Oberweiss was a consummate people watcher. Um, he, almost to the point of being like a snoop, <laughs> But uh, this, this is a good example um, and kind of uh, illustrates what he also did in Milwaukee later on. I mean, he's, he's on a bridge now and he's, he's, he's um, watching or he's uh, observing um, some bathers. And this is in uh, what he called Ceylon, but is now Sri Lanka. Uh, this is more in the central part of, of, of the island uh, near the Royal Botanical Gardens. This is Kande province, so this is central. Uh, salon, but but he he <clears throat> he had a real talent for capturing sometimes intimacy and personal life, and I think this is a a really uh, good example of that. Um, these are two uh, shots from Colombo, which is the um, capital city of Sri Lanka. Um, to the left, uh, the, the the these these represent the two different uh, language groups. In, in Sri Lanka, the, the the women on the left are they're Sinhalese. That's it's a northern ethnic, a northern Indian ethnic group that 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 trans made a a, a, a migration to uh, Ceylon, um, and they represent the majority uh, population. The the woman and the gentleman on the right are are uh, uh, the Tamil. Uh, ethnic group, they have a different language uh, system, it's uh, Dravidian, and they are the, they are the, um, their, 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 their ethnic group is mainly southern India and, and northern um, Sri Lanka, and you may have heard of the Tamil Tigers, it was a, there was a, um, a conflict uh, in, in Sri Lanka uh, that, that uh, uh, resulted, ad, actually I think, well the, the war is over, but I, I'm not sure that they, they achieved their, their goals, but they've, They've been considered an oppressed minority. Let's see what we got. Okay, so these now are some images of, of more rural China. This is Kangming, which is a kind of a southern, um, western, uh, a southern, yeah, eastern um, provincial town, closer to India, um, very rural at this time. I looked at pictures now, it's a, it's a modern city and everything, but, it, but Ober, Oberweiss's shots of it are very, um, rural, to say the least. Uh, this is uh, on, the woman on the on the left. He he just had uh, listed as, um, I believe, a farm farmer woman, and smoking woman, and then here's two more shots. Oops, there's a potato vendor and just a farm girl. So uh, you know, Kunming compared to Shanghai photos, you could see there's quite a quite a difference in in uh, in what we'd call, I guess, Western. Development and then this is from Shanghai and he simply um, um, labeled this street urchins. So these are uh, maybe poor beggar kids. I'm not really sure, but it's just a it's a classic photo. And this guy, I love his expression. It's like, what are you taking a picture of? So landscapes and cultural sites. Um, this is one of my favorites actually. This is. 
This is in the Kandy uh, province. This is uh, close to the uh, Royal Botanical Gardens. Um, uh, Perendenya is actually the, the area that we're in. Um, this is the Mahawali uh, River. Um, this is, <laughs> I can't help but think of the movie Bridge on the River Kwai when I see this. And knowing that that film was, was made in Ceylon, it could very well have been. There's just an outline of a bridge. I'm not saying it's the Kwai bridge or anything like that or used in the movie. But it, it's very rare to find images of these rural shots that are still around. I think I may have found one with this. It's from a different angle. It could be a different bridge, but, but um, it, it, uh, it, it certainly seems like, like that was close to the spot that, that Oberweiss um, took his photo. Um, this is Sigiriya, uh, uh, or uh, uh, that's in the, the two different uh, language forms. Um, and this was an uh, ancient rock fortress. It's kind of a landmark um, in, in, in the central province in Sri Lanka. And it's, it's about 660 feet high, so it's very prominent. It was a fort at one time. It's known as Lion Rock because of these images. So the one on the right is Oberweiss's shot from um, 1945. Actually, the war was still going on. He was in, he was in Ceylon, uh, Ceylon, there I am, in Sri Lanka in um, uh, February of 45. So it was still a very, the, the war was still very active in the Pacific um, and, the, and the CBE. And the image on the, on the left is um, from the internet. And that's, th this is a small plateau about halfway up the side of the rock. There was this large uh, lion gateway built and that's, that's where the rock kind of gets its name. Now we are back in Calcutta or Kolkata. Uh, this is the Parasneth uh, Jain temple. And, and the, the Jains have a very old um, tradition in India. It's uh, uh, from like the 6th century uh, uh, BCE. Uh, they're, the, they're a non-theistic religion that um, you know, it believes in uh, salvation through a successive group of lives and, and, and uh, no harm to living things. So a uh, very old Indian tradition. Lyle Overweiss's shot is on the right. The internet shot current is um, on the left. And this is an interesting one. I was talking to Juliet about this. This was known as the um, Octorluni um, uh, statue. It's a monument to Sir David Octorluni, who was a East uh, British, uh, British East India Company soldier, um, who was very successful in combating um, Indian uprisings. This this uh, monument was built in the early part of the nineteenth uh, century. Uh, Octorluni himself was from Massachusetts. He was uh, he was born in Boston, and because Scotch-Irish didn't really have that many options, and he probably wasn't the oldest son, he went to India and, and made his fortune. Um, the, the monument is still there, but it is now called the Shahid Minar, and it is, um, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's to honor uh, the uh, Hindu and Muslim um, veterans and uh, martyrs of, of the uh, 48 um, uprising. So it, it the, the monument's there, but the, the dedication has, has changed. Uh, this is uh, Sridhala 
uh, Malagawa or Temple of the Sacred Tooth Relic. This is a Buddhist uh, relic that's in uh, Salon. <laughs> there we are again. Sri Lanka. Um, I wasn't, this, this, this complex still is in existence, but I couldn't find any photographs that looked anything like, like these. So I just used both of, both of these are, are Oberweiss's shots. Uh, this is just kind of a rice, what he called rice patty study, and he often did that with his photographs. He would just like body study, female form study. It was just how he described his photographs. He, he took a lot of shots of, of fauna. This one I especially liked. Um, uh, this is the uh, Royal Botanical Gardens in Condé again, and this is where scenes from Bridge on the River Kwai were filmed, and, and I'm going to look for a cameo of this, of this cactus one next time I watch the film. Um, architecture. So this is a kind of a classic shot of his. It's in the book, Chinese nationalist flag predominantly hanging. As I said before, this is one of 600 CBE photographs we have. He did all of this work in Kodachrome, which was uh, introduced in 1935. It was a very new film technology, very cutting edge, very beautiful uh, photography um, and images uh, that come from it, but it's a very complex um, it had a complex processing method and, and went out of uh, production in 2009. These are just two random Shanghai storefronts. Um, I don't even know if these exist anymore and it would be very difficult to um, find them because he wasn't specific enough about their locations. Um, this is a rather interesting building. This is the Russian consulate. Um, this was built in... Uh, <clears throat> 18, uh, well, the, the Russian consulate was established in 1896, and this building has been in use since 1917. Here's a shot of it today, huge buildings looming in the background. This was one where actually the perspective was almost the same uh, modern day and back in Oberweiss's day. This is St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church on the left then, on the right now. Um, this was uh, built in the eight, early uh, 19th century, 1818, um, it was built higher than the Anglican church, which caused some consternation. This is a mosque in Sri Lanka. Um, it, it, it also is still in existence. It's Masjid ul Abrar um, is the name of it, but I couldn't find any images that look like this because it has either gotten bigger or has, he just took it from a unique angle that no one else did, so I didn't want to ruin it with a new one. But the, the Muslim population in, in uh, Sri Lanka goes back to the 8th century, um, so it's a very old population. And, and Oberweiss is fascinated with churches. He, that makes up a lot of the work that he does in, in his Milwaukee shots. This is the Victorian Monument in Calcutta, built between uh, 1908 and 1921. Massive, uh, massive grounds, massive complex. It's still in existence. Um, it's now a museum. Uh, it's a cultural museum run by the Ministry of Culture, and it's in, a, it's in an area that's, that's kind of a, it's called the Dalhousie section. It's, it's probably one of the oldest and best kept examples of colonial architecture. It's, it's on the World Heritage um, list. Um, this, is, this, this building is, is uh, near it. It's, uh, it's, it used to be called uh, Chowringhi Road. It's, it's now um, Nehru Road. Uh, and this is a good example of the Dalhousie Square. Um, what we're looking at here primarily is a thing called the General 
the, the general post office. So this is Oberweiss's old shot. This is the, the, the current shot. Um, it, it's, uh, it's, again, this is situated in the heart of Kolkata in the Dalhousie Square. It was the administrative center of the British, you know, the, the Raj. Um, it's, it's, again, it's a World Heritage Site. It's the most complete assembly of British colonial um, architecture. Um, it's it's uh, situated next to the Lal uh, Dinghy, which was at one time a source of water. Um, it is now known as the BBD Bog, or, uh, well, and BBD uh, stands for um, Benoit, Badal, and Dinesh, and those were uh, Indian patriots who uh, assassinated a British uh, prison commissioner um, in the area. So it, again, it reflects a change in the, the government as a result of uh, Indian independence. And uh, the last, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close it up with a good old uh, YMCA. I wanted to kick in some um, village people music here, but I couldn't get it to work. Um, the, the, the one on the, on the left is Oberweiss's shot uh, from 1945. Uh, the YMCA was established in Calcutta in uh, 1844. Um, this, this building is also on Chowringhi Road, so it's very close to that uh, Delisi uh, uh, Center. And it's still an active YMCA. Uh, it was hard to find information on it because I kept getting the booking for the YMCA if I wanted to stay there. And with that, are there any questions or comments?